Hey, I'm Dina. I'm Nikki. And we're your hosts for CBD Madcast. CBD Madcast is devoted to the legalization of cannabis and its impact in your community. Visit us at CannabisBeyondDope.com. Hey, Dina. How's it going? Great. How are you today? I'm fantastic. Want to know why? Yeah. Because we're, we're at Circana <laughs> right now having an interview, having just done a tour, and I can't be more blown away from what we saw, this tiny little room that produced everything that's on the shelves all across the state of Washington is fantastic. So we are here today with David. What's up? <laughs> How you doing? Good. <laughs> Good. Good. I need more coffee though, but you know, we'll live. Me too. I think you had left that cup downstairs. It did. Oh no. Which means I'll have to get it at some point. <laughs> right? Well, why don't we start out with who you are, what you do, and why you do it. My name is David Vaughn Hayes Jr. and I work or Circana, which owns Nectar Craft. We do Ocor Tonic, Cycling Frog, and got some new things lined up. But my role here is sales, marketing, branding, packaging, strain selection, sourcing, special projects. You know, I'm essentially kind of like a in-house consultant business development role. Nice. You know, I I push people. That's <laughs> ah. the easiest way to explain it, and. Uh, We've done um, what we've done in the last seven months with the fantastic team has been quite exciting. I think your product is one of those that I see everywhere. I see Ocor strips everywhere. I've seen and sold <clears throat> the pill, the Nectar Craft pills. I can actually take them. I have severe intolerance to the, basically the wind. I guess you could say at this <laughs> point, but I can actually take your product and and it works and it's cost effective. It's a phenomenal product that people had transitioned off of pharmaceuticals from when I was by tending in in that retail environment with new people coming in, grandparents, children, whomever needed to, and parents buying for children. That's what I thought was pretty amazing too, that they were able to take it. Their kids with autism could be settled, their grandparents with whatever maladies they had, but also people going in and out of surgery were big on being able to do that. So a lot of the products you do really have a reach outside of just the cartridge aspect, which I think is wonderful. Simple ingredients. Massively. We focus on whole plant medicine. We don't focus on just one portion of it because we believe in the the completely rounded experience of cannabis and all the benefits, you know, flavonoids, terpenes, THC, THV, uh, CBD, CBN, CBG, CBV, all that kind of cool stuff. And we want to make sure that our products are accessible to as many people as possible. One, because that's just a really good idea uh, in terms of, uh, of revenue stream, but also making products readily available for people who, as you said, are allergic to dirt or, uh, you know, who only eat dirt. You know, vegans can really enjoy our products. Vegetarians can't, pescatarians, people who eat meat, everybody. Old, sick, dying, healthy, not under 21, though. Uh, that, that's kind of the, the, the whole vibe is respecting the plant and um, being able to concentrate that plant respect in a way that can be multidimensional across the board. Definitely. Can you tell us a little bit about, so Nectarcraft and Circana have isolated that CBN cannabinoid yes. and you're doing a lot of products with that. Can you tell me a little bit about why that decision making process on the CBN products and then a little bit about just what they do? 
So CBD and THC are the most prevalent of the cannabinoids and they're the biggest in terms of exposure. But as more research happens, they're diving into secondary, tertiary, different cannabinoids. And the most hyped and the most relevant right now, the next in line was CBN. It's been chosen because it has properties that has been said to have the effects of like sedatives like diazepam, or it has been said to help people that may have got anxiety or they're very stressed or they just can't sleep. It has been said that it is really great for those uses. So we decided to take the initiative to isolate it, not necessarily isolate, but concentrate in higher forms in a distillate which comes in a vape cartridge now which is awesome or in our capsule mm-hmm. and our capsules are about five for five milligrams cbn 10 milligrams thc okay. so just right on the nose yeah and so cbn it seems i mean it's a pretty low yielding cannabinoid still so how do you how do you produce so much like what was that process it definitely is another form of breaking the product down to another fraction. I can't go into the process as it is pretty proprietary right now, but I do know that they, that Aaron and Brian have a way to concentrate it and make it viable for human consumption, which is definitely a big advantage. I, I'm a huge fan of it. I've got a lot of stress and anxiety due to just stuff in the life, and um, it has just been absolutely wonderful uh, yeah. in, in a way to help uh, ease a lot of that. But CBN actually comes from old wheat. Do you remember scraping a bowl? A bowl and smoking a resin bowl. I'm pretty sure everybody did. Sure. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Science today. I'm like, yes. when I yeah. was a kid, that's what our science was. We didn't have anything but that. So a lot of that is it, it, that's high concentrated CBN. So it's old wheat or old cannabis. We buy old product, or we'll convert it in ways that concentrate the, the higher. There's totally. Long answer. So. Yeah. No. That. No. I, I appreciate that though. I think <clears throat> that we're seeing with research, as you alluded to, there are more cannabinoids that are more effective or as effective as the THC and CBD that we've kind of grabbed hold of so far in this industry. So I think that's great. I I also love your CBN capsules. I'm very excited about your CBN um, vape cartridge. I think that is amazing. Super critical CO2 strain specific distillate that you have created. Can you tell me a little bit about the process to find that? I mean, was there a lot of trial and error or did your extractor have an idea of what he was trying to do or what he wanted to do? You can pretty much distill almost any liquid. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just another form for a stripped concentrate, I guess you could say. I just know that they wanted to distill the CO2. So they were doing the distill before my time, before I started here. Sure. So they've been doing it for a while. I just know that they wanted to produce a higher quality strain specific product and rather using an alcohol extraction which is totally fine we've got nothing but love for the alcohol extraction but we wanted to distill from the co2 so that way it was a higher quality product essentially we're taking apart the plant and putting it back together it's not a mixed bag of things with terpenes added back in so we believe it's a superior product that essentially is a a concentrated fully activated uh, representation of the plant Totally. So an alcohol extraction that basically would have made you would just be making RSO here, correct? Or we d- we're doing RSO. That was before my time, and we just decided to stop. We just didn't want to do RSO anymore. Mm-hmm. We believe in a CO two or a distillate more sure. so than than necessarily the, the RSO. Mm-hmm. And do you find that a lot of folks or feedback is leaning towards people are still um, eating or topically applying CO two distillates or 
Because I mean, it's a totally different product, so I wouldn't be surprised if they're not using it that way. But if they are, I was just wondering if you've heard any feedback. I'm just thinking about that. ways to phrase this appropriately. So the best way that we can describe it is: it has been said you can eat our distillate, or it has been said that you can apply it topically. Mm -hmm. the, the best way to do it is in a concentrated form. You can dab it or refill a cartridge. Yeah. But if someone were to eat it, or if they were to apply it to their skin, um, it has been said that they they have effects. Okay, interesting. Okay, very cool. And then uh, to switch back earlier, so you've been working here for about seven months. Uh, I started April first, so on April Fool's Day. Okay. It wasn't a joke either; it was a real job. <laughs> what a cruel joke that was. Definitely, been. it was a wonderfully cruel joke. Um, how long has Circana been around? Since know? 2013, okay. so Canna, or yeah, Nectarcraft has been around since 2013. It has been uh, around for a long time since in terms of medical days. Mm -hmm. Okay. Before all that time. Circana was a medical uh, brand, if you will, before I thought of the Yes, it definitely was more of a medical brand. I'm in a medical company before they went 502. Mm -hmm. And what brought you into the cannabis industry? Were you in it before you started in 2013? And if not, yeah, what brought you here? I started in the cannabis industry in 2016, and so I've been here okay. for roughly two years, which really isn't a lot, and I'll probably get some heat for not being you know, such a veteran. But uh, in the few years that I've been here, I've had a crash course of pretty much everything and it has been really really fantastic and the knowledge and, and uh, experience that I've learned in that short period of time I would say mimics and mirrors people who have been there and been in the business quite quite a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, what brought me here was I was living in Utah at the time and I was pretty fed up with a lot of stuff that was going on so I had some friends out here and made a few phone calls and some resumes. Got an interview with Kush Tourism and Kush Marketplace, mm -hmm. and they hired me the next week. Wow. And that was the first job that I had out here, and I love them, and I hope, we're actually gonna be doing the Kush Marketplace on October 5th. Yes. At yes. the Motif, so happy to be back with them. So I want to you know, give a big shout out to Kush Tours and Kush Marketplace. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Heck we're excited. Yeah. yeah, we're going to be at that event too, covering it and giving them a shout out regarding those because they're just fantastic industry options. Wonderful. That is awesome. There was a Kush Tourism bus behind us on our way here. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> on that note. That was a fun way to start it. We were like, yes. What's interesting about when I first got into the cannabis industry about three and a half years ago. Yes. People were looking for folks who didn't have cannabis experience. And I would say now, in the last year or two, it has shifted to where you have to have cannabis experience. Well, I mean, at this point, it's sink or swim. We're close to the bottom of the, of the bell curve, I guess you could say, in terms of an industry glut of product and glut of producer, processor, retailers. And now we're decreasing to better consolidate the industry into the people who can survive and actually produce what the market desires. Yep, it's definitely going that. from new cannabis companies wanting professionals outside of the cannabis industry to, okay, now we've been, we've been here for a few years now. We want people who have outside experience and also industry experience to really take to the next level. This is a future trillion dollar industry. This is not guys in uh, drug rug uh, sweaters and flat bills anymore, mm -hmm. which some might say is, is not necessarily beneficial to the culture as it becomes a trillion dollar industry, but that's just the nature of anything. 
and you can make it what you want. Totally. You know, I think we're uh, about the combination of the two. This industry is the place where you can spearhead a culture that brings together suits and blue-collar workers. Oh, massively. Yeah. yeah. Cannabis is, is accessible to everybody. And sure. desirable by most. And those who don't know yet do tend to find that their way when they do come across it. So, And, and one thing that I also love is that you're bringing a true business sense to this industry because it is a business. So regardless of what that content is that's produced, it all runs somewhat the same as an industry or as a business. You have product that comes in, you have to do something with it, you have to package it, you have to put it out, and you have to get it to the consumer. Having everybody be new in this industry creates a lot of unnecessary stumbles than being able to bring in somebody who's got just enough of that business sense to say, hey, let's get over these, start from here, and then let's create the industry. And now, at this point, anybody who does anything is charting uncharted territories, right? Uncharted waters. They're creating new things that have never been done before. Oh, massively. You can apply a lot of other strategies, techniques, and experiences to this industry, but at the same time, when you think you know everything, you, you know nothing. It's like, uh, you know, the, it's like the MTV show, the, the Diary of Cannabis. <laughs> it's essentially it where it's... It, it's 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 madness and I love it. It's beautiful chaos, mm-hmm. and I think it's very cool. Is it gives a lot of people opportunity to people who want to prove themselves or be at the forefront of an industry and go down as, as essentially legends. I mean, everyone that has been before us that is in prison that should be have their white records expunged or to people who are doing it now, you know, they're it's it's a it's a legendary time to be in. That's for sure. So it's very, very cool to see. Yeah, that's for sure. So as a wellness product, have you seen a demand for this stamp of medical approval? Are you talking about the... Um, I'm talking about... The, the new sticker, the new wax sticker. It texts every lot, and then it has to be thrown away if you fail. I have seen it on some. I have not seen it be in high demand yet, mm-hmm. frankly, because of cost. I think that there should be mandatory, more mandatory testing. Right now, there's not mandatory pesticide testing for cannabis. That's interesting. What do you? What are you? Or testing, heavy metals What testing. are you testing for when you? Compliance, mold. Mm-hmm. Wow. Adulterants, THC, CBD, compliance testing, pesticide testing is not necessarily mandatory. Interesting. Which is a huge issue. Yeah. So I would definitely talk to some of the labs about that, and they'll give you some really good breakdowns. Because we need mandatory pesticide testing. We need mandatory heavy metal testing just to be completely sure that what people are intaking is an actual wellness product. But that becomes cost prohibitive. It's very difficult when there's a mandate, but there's also no benefit. They don't give you any uh, cut on your taxes. They don't give you any rebates back for efforts made so far in the state. So we're in a situation where other people can write things off and you guys can't. It becomes a very difficult issue for you to try to create that product and the transparency for the consumer at the cost but also I would say if it isn't a mandatory testing for pesticides, then who's doing it well if that test is being run? Because it isn't mandatory, so there isn't as much effort put behind it to make it. That goes in to say that it, while we do need that testing and while the producer processes are taxed so heavily and already and can't write things off due to federal legalization issues and other than tax issues and stuff like that, we believe, we already pay so much in taxes, maybe that could be used to pay for mandatory pesticide testing. That would be nice. You know, we to have a see right to back. know where our money is going, and we have a right for it to benefit us, because essentially we are 
we're taxpayers, so we should be treated exactly like a normal taxpayer. So it'd be nice if the regulatory bodies were able to take some of that tax revenue into that mandatory testing, To but the producer processors who do pesticide testing are very proud that they do, or these the, the producer processors that don't use anything at all, mm-hmm. or if they use OMRI, you know, the organic pesticides. I mean, I know people who use a little bit of soap and sesame oil, veg. Yeah, only in veg. Mm-hmm. And they just spray it on, and that's it. That's all they do. They don't do anything else. Sesame Nature oil. takes care of it. Exactly. Uh, they don't do anything in flour. I bet it's the terpenes. Potentially, the terpenes can be used for multiple different things, and they have been finding that some terpenes are good for pest deterrence. Yes, because they wouldn't like the taste or the reaction to their no. body. They're allergic or intolerant, just like we are to certain things, right? So it makes sense that what we find at the end of all of this is the science that connects us all at the very base level. Massively, but it's so new, we don't know the effects of spraying terpenes on plants, what that would have on the the you know, the final product yeah, effect. Yeah. That's because cannabis and hemp is such a fantastic product that really just sucks everything out of the soil or replenishes, replenishes the soil. So it's pretty crazy so it'll be interesting to see what the effects of spraying terpenes as a pest deterrent would have on the plant itself and any adverse health effects of that that's very important everything again like I was saying earlier that astounds me about this is that it's all brand new everything is uncharted waters there's nothing been done before whoever does the science gets to be credited with having come up with the science and making these breakthroughs and that's fantastic it is just fantastic it's very rewarding and it's really cool it's something that i don't take for granted and i don't think anyone in this building takes for granted at all we're very passionate about we do what we do and and that comes across in our from the way that we present ourselves to final product i agree with that for sure and i i know the reputation you have having sold your product out the marketplace (laughs) and i love that opportunity to truly be able to say this product works it's cost effective no side effects that are going to be anything compared to what you're going through. They take all of those away because they don't offer side effects mm-hmm. as part of our body. So I, I think it's just wonderful that you guys have come together as a team to be able to keep your focus on this realm and put out this wellness. I agree. Line. It's it's a lot of fun and somewhat it's very selfish to be a part of this is self self fulfilling and very rewarding. But it's also a big benefit to be able to meet people like you and meet people who we help and also just give other people opportunities. I was given an opportunity, so it's my duty to give others an opportunity that deserve it. And so that's, being able to give back is is probably the biggest reward. I mean, let's be real, weed is tight, but it's also tight to give back. It's such a community too, because everybody that comes into it is in love with being in it. They just embody it. And there's a passion that is part of that energy, I think, that is something that connects us all in the cannabis community. Agree. For sure. Mm-hmm. It's part of why we're here. So on that note, David, will you tell us your favorite personal cannabis story? Favorite personal cannabis story. I would say out of everything that's happened in cannabis was when I went to college in Durango, Colorado, a school called Fort Lewis. Played the cross for them and I got injured. It was a lot of fun. Durango, Colorado, went to Fort Lewis. You know, I was in Colorado, I was in college, and so I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to smoke pot. It's, let's be real, this is going to happen. So I went to an alternative medicine doctor, paid him 150 bucks. Thanks, mom. And I <laughs> called my mom immediately after. I was like, hey, I saw the alternative medicine doctor. He gave me a medical marijuana registration recommendation. So basically, I can legally buy and consume cannabis. And so my mom was like, oh, okay, that's cool. 
how much is it? And I was like, I need to send $90 to the state. And then I can walk into a store and or a dispensary at that time mm -hmm. and buy, buy cannabis. And she's like, okay, cool. <laughs> Sends me the money. And I went that day to a uh, bank, got the paper notarized, walked right across the street to Mile High, I think it was what it was called, in Durango. Bought a couple grams. I think it was like, if I remember correctly, they really had a lot of Durban poison. That was one of my favorites, or Romulan. Back in the day, I love these old strains. So that was that's my favorite cannabis story, is my mom buying me a pot license when I was in college. So, And I know we don't like to call it pot or weed or anymore, and we call it cannabis, but you know, it was, it was a funny time in 2010 to call my mom and have her pay for my medical license, because essentially it was like, Mom, you can either I can either go to jail, or I can be able to present this and get a jail-free card. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and it really, it's, I wouldn't say it's hindered my growth mentally or physically in any direction. I mean, I've definitely gotten way too high. That is very possible. Just like you can get way too drunk or you can drink too much water, anything is, you can overconsume. So let's not try to put blame on something. But I, I've used less pain medication. So that's definitely a big benefit of, of Discovery Cannabis and all the benefits from it is, you know, less Advil, less headache medication, you know, that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, that's, that's my great. favorite cannabis story. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> and you know, usually this is where we signify the end of the interview, but I think you had a teaser you wanted to possibly throw out. Yes, we are going to be launching a distillate project with Saints Joints, who is nice. one of my favorites in probably the entire world for quality flour, their way they roll their pre-rolls, and their packaging. We just did the first run or distilled CO2 with them. After this run, I'd love to be able to do strain-specific CO2 extractions, as a supercritical CO2 is absolutely fantastic. Distillate's really great. It's higher potency, as you know, we're all, I think we're all kind of stoned from that one hit. Um, yeah, look out for Nectarcraft and Saints Joints cartridges coming very soon in the next, probably week, two weeks, I think. Heck yeah. So Saints used to be Seattle Green Bud, mm -hmm. but they are now rebranding over to Saints, just mm -hmm. for anybody listening who's not, who hasn't seen Saints Weed yet. It's an incredible product. I'm super excited to see these cartridges on the market. I'm looking forward to a cotton candy. They had a cotton candy they grew, so maybe you'll get oh, that as a... delicious. Oh, it was just one of the best, so that might be a fun one for you guys to get if they keep it going. That would, be, that would definitely be a lot of fun, and I would love to do that definitely for either our CO2 or the, or the distillate. Their ore, yeah. That would be really a lot of fun. That would be great. And I can imagine you guys will have some of the funnest packaging as you go forward together, too, because they've got those incredible slide-in boxes. Mm -hmm. It's a huge situation with this beautiful multi-pack that they do it's a almost like a really high-end cigarette box and yes. you pull it out of the sleeve and it's got a foil debossed on it for a black Yo, box i got one with me oh my god yeah, see oh everybody's god. got one we got yeah got we one. all keep it as pride packaging so mm -hmm. i think this is going to be so much fun and not just getting quality product for both of you but how you move forward together with that artwork and things that really entice people on the packaging side since you do that marketing too we are great. working on some very, very cool things. Right now it's pretty simple just to get the ground rolling, but there's some stuff coming out that's going to be very, very exciting and fresh. We'll be excited to maybe come back and tease that out for folks too.
Maybe you'll invite us back and we can highlight that for you as you're coming closer. If you're lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky. lucky. Exactly. Probably. <laughs> I feel pretty lucky. <laughs> should I feel lucky? I, I, you know, I, I think everybody should feel lucky. We're alive and we're working in cannabis. Exactly. It's true. Well, thank you so much for a fantastic tour today, for a fantastic interview, sharing about you, your company, giving us the full-blown education on process, and it's fantastic. Of course. Happy, happy to have you all in the lab. We're very transparent. One thing that we do want to mention is any retail store, or if you're a customer and you want to come and you want to learn, we have an open-door policy. Just shoot me an email, david at com, and that's C-I-R-C-A-N-N-A.com. Any questions, we'd love to have you all in. We thrive in, in education. Mm, I can um, see that. We're not just about the THC. The whole plan. Not even close. There wasn't even a hint about that. There was a hint of you're going to get exactly what you're looking for from your cannabis experience from us. I agree. Wow, that was. <laughs> this team is awesome and super fun. Thanks again, David, for joining us today. Of course. If you want to follow us on social media, see what exciting things that we're doing. My name is David, and I usually run the social media on Instagram. You can follow us at nectar underscore craft or at circana which is c-i-r-c-a-n-n-a or our newest brand tonic which is at tonic liberty if you have any questions you can always shoot me a you can slide in those dms as i am the one going to be answering those questions i'm getting back to you all so if you have anything you want to know follow us on instagram or you can shoot me an email which is just david at circana.com For more information and content, follow CBD Magcast on SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Visit us at canvasbeyonddope.com.